welcome to July. And in July, we're going to start talking about just toxin-free, how we can reduce the toxins in our life, and why it even matters. But before we get started, Dr. Jess, what is in your glass today? So I've got my bottle of water, and I am working. I've got some fresh lemon that's been cut up in here. I just cut the lemon in half and um, and then in half again. So I quarter it and then I just leave those quarters in here. So then as I refill my bottle during the day, then I still can get that uh, little bit of flavor. So I drink more and it's been helping me to uh, try and finish multiple bottles a day instead of just one. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if I leave it in my line of sight, I'm more likely to finish it and refill it, um, which is my goal for, um, you know, every day, really. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? So I have plain water. Um, I need to start doing something like that. I have been on a plain water kick, which is actually good. There's nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. but I, it would be nice to put a little bit of some like fresh. I'm not a big lemon person. I, I am one of those people like take the lemon out. Yeah. But like maybe lime or cucumber or strawberry or, you know, something else. I have to try it. Yeah, we don't normally do lemon. I was just like at the grocery store and I uh, had both kids with me, which means you got to move quick. You know, I'm like, got to get in, got to get out. Like, I don't, I don't double back. So I'd already passed where there were some limes and I happened to see a bag of lemons and I was like, oh, that'll do, oh. you know? <laughs> so normally it's limes. It will work. I was like, I'm not going to double back. It was too crowded. It would have been a mess. Like it was, uh, you know, I just, I just go through, I stay moving forward. <laughs> I don't love okay. grocery shopping. <laughs> oh, I, I love grocery shopping, but having a little one, it may change different things here soon. So we'll see. Right. And this day was like particularly close to nap time. So like, and we're getting low on snacks already. So I was like, we got to get this going, you know? <laughs> <laughs> at least you're in the grocery store you can just grab a snack <laughs> yeah like let's go. we're gonna keep moving keep everyone happy no meltdowns by me either and so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so dr bobby tell us we are in toxin free month which we yes. both are super passionate about and um how do you how do you want to start it off well i think i think the big thing to look at is like toxin free can encompass so many things. It can go from your face products, your lotion, your shampoo, to your laundry, to the furniture you buy in your house, to the cleaning products you use, and to the food that you put in. So it's not just what we put on our bodies, it's what's around us, what we're breathing, but it's also what we're eating. Um, and I'm really excited our, for our lineup. Um, we have some different uh, topics for this month. Um, but I think today we kind of want to start about like our journeys. We talked a little bit of this about last year, but like how did trying to be more aware of what we're putting in and around us, um, Dr. Jess and I are by no means perfect at this. Um, and there's always a balance. So as we talk about this, please realize that we still, when I try to eat healthy, I still have Dunkin' Donuts. I still have um, the creams and the sugars and the stuff that, you know, maybe isn't considered so great for our body. So it's all about that, finding that balance as we go through this. Um, and it's also starting little, um, even replacing one product that you run into um, every day can make a big difference. So um, it doesn't need to be this big, overwhelming uh, feeling. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say like striving for perfection is never going to, it's just going to feel so overwhelming that you won't even want to start the journey of trying to lead a more toxin-free life. And so it's, it's going to be like what, I mean, for me, at least what matters most and like make the changes there. And then as you go through, you'll start realizing, oh, like now that I've got this a little bit more under control, maybe I could start thinking about this or that or whatever it might be. And, um, and doing it based on like when it's time to buy something new, cause you're about out mm-hmm. to think, oh, maybe I can make a, a decision that's, uh, going to be a little bit more mindful of what, I'm going to be putting on or in my body and do a little bit of research on a product. You can follow us on social media. We are always posting information on toxin-free products. You can kind of circle through stuff that we have out there, not just us, you know, other companies as well have all sorts of information that's pretty readily available. So um, it shouldn't take like too long for just, if you're just looking for a couple things that you want to switch out in your home. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Dr. Bobby, how did you first start thinking about toxin-free and like, maybe this is something that some changes you want to make in in your lifestyle? So I actually started kind of like two ways that kind of combined and realized that even though they are two separate areas of my life, like they were both headed in the same direction. So one was through um, first was through food. Um, I real I was having headaches. I couldn't sleep. I didn't feel good. I was nauseous. If I ate, I was nauseous. If I didn't eat, um, my stomach is really upset. And so that is when I found kind of whole 30. And so, um, I did it. I tried to do a, a smaller thing previous earlier, but it just, I couldn't things life happened. And didn't follow through. So I did it for a good five weeks. Um, it's technically only like a four week, 30 day program, but I actually did it for five weeks and it was amazing what I experienced during that time. I never really believed that food could have that much of an impact on your body. Um, now the first few days on it, I felt great. Um, the next week and a half, I felt miserable, but once I got to that, like third week, um, weeks, weeks three through five, I felt amazing. I had, I went from having almost headaches, migraines every day to not one migraine. Um, I did not have any nightmares at night. Um, sleeping was a big issue for me. Um, so I noticed, I think a lot of it was due to anxiety. So somehow eating healthy helped with my anxiety and being able to sleep. Um, and it was just kind of really, really amazing how much the food I ate affected me. And then at the same time, I was kind of starting in this makeup company, um, which I, um, not going to say the name of, because I have since learned it's not as healthy as I thought it was. And that's a big thing with toxin free living and trying to is greenwashing and kind of products out there. They are labeled and displayed as they are very healthy for us, but in reality, they're not once we start learning more into it. Um, so those two things were kind of going on and that's where I started was just honestly food. And, um, after I did whole 30, I didn't like stay that way. It's not meant to, um, it was meant for me to clean out. I noticed like bread and certain foods that bothered me. So I've kept those out and added other things back in. Um, but those are the two that kind of got me on my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, so Dr. Jess, give us a little bit about you and how you got started with, trying to just like change a few products here and there. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say like, first I noticed 
food has always been something that um, pretty much since I was 18, that I've been really mindful of like what I put in my body. Uh, I had C. diff when I turned 18. It was, you know, just a complication after having a surgery, minor procedure, um, antibiotic mixed with pain medicine and um, essentially like just jacked up my whole GI system. C. diff took over, which is a bowel infection. And I was sick for a long time and it was really hard to get rid of. I was really, really sick and um, hospitalized, all that fun stuff, took every antibiotic approved by the FDA in the U.S., um, so as you can imagine, my entire digestive tract was like, just like in disrepair. And so it took me years to like really rebuild my system to be able to eat and not feel sick. And so like, just, just to, just, it seems like kind of basic, but to be able to eat something and not throw it back up or feel super nauseated, um, was a win. Like, so I had to start really slow and I, I learned along the way that my system became very sensitive to things that weren't really, really clean, um, or things that were like rich, um, a little bit dairy sensitive. Like it just, everything had to be like, I had to allow my system to gain its strength again. Um, and so I did that through a lot of trial and error, like no real help, nobody, like, like, I think it's times are getting better now where they, they are pairing patients with like nutritionists and like functional medicine doctors and people that are like, actually can help guide you more strategically rather than like my 18 year old, like trial and error. Like I was, you know, <laughs> I started college. I'm like living on campus, trying to like eat in the like cafeteria at the school. And it's just like, <laughs> I was, I mean, it was a struggle. It was a real struggle. Um, so, um, by the time, like, you know, we got into, into graduate school, like I, I had, I was in a better place, but still like really trying to understand like what, yeah, like, how am I going to function the best? Because food was still like kind of difficult for me. Um, and so, um, Dr. Barbie and I, um, we even started, we tried to do a cleanse at one point <laughs> at grad school. And it, you know, it was, it was okay. Like that was, um, for me, like cleanse wasn't necessarily like my main answer. I think it was like, again, it was trial and error, something to try. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I started realizing that like more or less, as long as I eat a whole food diet and I don't have a lot of fillers and stuff in it, uh, things that are, um, low in dairy, I don't have to be dairy free, but low in dairy. Um, I, I don't do gluten. I take that out and, um, I just feel better. And so it's just been like, it was kind of, for me, it was forced on me <laughs> and I didn't have a choice. Like, cause I just wanted to stop throwing up, uh, when I ate. Um, and so it just, it forced me to be super clean. And then when I would start to get like a little bit lax, then I would start like getting stomach aches again, like real gassy, real crampy. Like it's, you know, you, you eat and then you just feel awful and then it's hard to focus. Like I, there's no chance of going for a run or like playing tennis. Like you feel terrible. So it's like, I have like a pretty extreme cause and effect <laughs> with, with, with food. And so, um, so that's where I started and it wasn't, until I was honestly pregnant with my first son that I started with actually thinking about products like shampoo, lotion, you know, makeup products. Like it didn't, I was just so focused on food that I didn't even consider anything else until I had another being to consider. 
So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of the why, you know, we all have a different why and we all start in some different way and which is fine. Everybody's journey is different. Uh, it is something though, that I think is important to like talk about and consider that like, there's not one way of leading a toxin-free lifestyle. And it's something that you're just, it, you know, it's just like exercise. I see it as ex like ex exercise. Like I try and get this like certain amount during the week. And if I don't hit every single number, like I'm like, it's okay. Like, like a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. And you just keep on going and realize that it's all just, you know, you're just trying to like keep everything balanced. And so mm -hmm. if we're traveling, we might get some French fries from, you know, a fast food restaurant because it's quick, it's easy you know, there's we're 30, 50 miles from like a town that has a better choice and everybody's over it. So, so we might, right? Like, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to feel bad about it. <laughs> I think, and I think, um, like even, especially as a mom, um, there's a lot of like comparison and, and it's just, yeah. it's so crazy. It's, it's, little things. It's just do little things for you and your family. Mm -hmm. Um, if you and your family, you find there's a laundry detergent allergy, like focus on that. Who cares? I mean, not who cares what you're eating, but don't let people, um, don't feel judged by other people, yeah. like really do what's best for your family. And every little step makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to go change your house hundred percent and change your food hundred percent because it's not realistic. No, it's not like, like I said, it, you know, it wasn't until like, you know, well over 10, 15 years later that I actually started considering, like, I, I don't know why I never considered it. I just, I didn't, I didn't consider shampoo, conditioner, lotion, face makeup, you know, um, it didn't even like cross my mind. That's like how, like, I, you know, um, out of it, I was with like that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously once I learned about it, I was like, oh goodness gracious, <laughs> I should, I, you know, I should think about this. And so as my shampoo would run out, then it would be like, Hey, let's look at different options. And I would reach out to people that I knew that were more knowledgeable than myself. And I would try, you know, I would try what they had tried and it might work for me. It might not. Um, same thing with like makeup products and whatnot, um, uh, deodorant as well. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so for the most part, like kind of that word of mouth helps me uh, big time with choosing products. And so, cause it, I could literally, instead of researching, it's in the text message, hey, Dr. Bobby, what deodorant are you using now? And she's like, oh, I love this one. I'm like, can you send me the link? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much and easier to kind of learn from others. Like I don't, I, I, to be honest, I don't label read. I have a few friends that are like experts in it. So like they've made lists and they really helped me just know kind of what to look for, what not to look for. I know the keywords, but I don't know the chemical terms. So like, even if you know parabens, I think that's a very common one. Um, parabens can be just dis disclosed as a lot of different scientific words. So you can't just look for no parabens. Like if you're on the ingredient list, you got to look for all these words and I don't know them, you know, like, and yeah. To be honest, in my life right now, it's not important for me to research and know all the scientific words. So I just lean on those that I trust um, and that have done the research. And that's their area of expertise. And I think that's what's great is um, leaning on each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. 
For sure. And there's like, you know, like we did an episode last year with uh, a good friend of mine who she's got her PhD in biomedical research. And so she's done a ton of research on um, different chemicals that are in all the different products that we're exposed to. And so she does understand the chemical terms and the science and all of Mm -hmm. that behind it. And um, we'll link that um, some information from that episode as well in the episode description, in case you're interested in learning more about like the specific science behind it, um, as well as like some links for sites that will give you more like list-based stuff. So if you really do want like Um, a more protected list that has like some recommended products in it that have been researched. Some of these, um, some of these links in that episode description, you'll find helpful. That's what I use. Um, Again, because it's like, (laughs) you still have all the time in your day that you're trying to get everything else, everything else done. Um, So what I say is like, um, recommendations that I can give as far as, you know, food is where I've, I kind of started and that's where I feel a little bit stronger. I lean on other people for, uh, for products on my skin. Like at this point, I've pretty much changed out as I've, you know, it's taken, you know, taken me five years, but I've like mm-hmm. changed out all of our cleaning, all of our laundry, all of our, um, you know, my makeup, um, the, you know, stuff for the boys, um, their shampoo, uh, their lotion, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like as we were ready for something else, then I would just buy whatever the product was that I wanted to try. Sometimes the product would work for me. Sometimes it wouldn't. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, my hair is a little bit different than, than Dr. Bobby's hair. And, you know, there's just going to be certain things where you're going to have to like do a little trial and error. And again, I still want to say that it's perfect, you know, because there's times where like I might typically order something online and then I realize I'm like super low and I need it like tomorrow. So now I have to like kind of do a quick struggle of like, what can I buy in a store um, versus ordering it online? Because a lot of what I, a lot of I do order online uh, because it's like, once I have that product, I like that one. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'll usually do that and I'll look for sales and whatnot as well. Um, but when it comes to food, I'd say, um, what I've done to keep myself a little bit more organized is I've got, um, one, I've got my Pinterest where I, like, I save the recipes and I save them in order, like, you know, categories of like kids recipes, lunches, dinners, breakfasts, things like that. So that way I can like easily go back and reference the ones that I liked. And I'll just, you know, um, discard the ones that I didn't, that I didn't like. And I also have a um, a binder. Uh, it's actually like our two gals binder that anytime there's one that I do that I like that maybe is like I copied it out of somebody's cookbook. Like I'm always borrowing like recipe books from people because they'll be like, oh, I have this one. You should really look at it. Um, then I'll like photocopy and I'll put it in there because that's always so easy. We can put the binder up right in the kitchen and then I have everything um, kind of ready to go. And so I meal prep. That's the only way that I can have our family eat a whole food diet is if I meal prep, um, because it's just, I don't have time to get home from work and like chop vegetables and cook them and like, you know, have some sort of a balance with like, 
I need to play, you know, like I like, <laughs> need my playtime when I get out of work and my kids need their playtime. So we need to run around like banshees. Like we live a little feral, you know, so no shoes outside, like muddy. So <laughs> not the same. <laughs> I love outside, but I got to have sandals on. I can't stand yeah. my feet touching grass. <laughs> Like, I want to go for a walk. I want to go for a bike ride. I want to dig in the dirt, like let them run around like in circles and be nuts. Um, I don't want to be chopping vegetables at night. I just don't. So <laughs> what I do is on the weekends, I do. Um, yeah. And I, and I also, I don't grocery shop and cook in the same day. It's like a little rule that I have. So for me, because of my balance. So I, I will typically grocery shop on Saturdays at some point, you know, it's typically after our playtime outside time, I'm in the garden, the boys can play. And then during nap time, I'll usually, um, I'll, I'll usually run to the grocery um, or I'll, my husband will go. Then on Sunday is normally when I meal prep. And that's again in the afternoon. Uh, Cause for me, I like being outside. I like all of that to happen in the morning. And then once nap time starts, then I'll go in and I've had all sorts of fresh air time. So now I'm like, much more willing put some music on have my recipes ready to go and then I'll get those get those going and so I make double batches so I freeze some and I keep some out so that way each week I'm having to like not do like a whole bunch of different things I can kind of pull from a previous week and then add in so that we are getting more of that like whole food um whole food diet uh, more or less. Mm -hmm. And it just takes like trying out different recipes. And I will say, if you have kids, like get them in the kitchen with you. And so like, it helps so much for them to eat the food that you eat if they help you prepare it. And so like, you know, like my, my, my five and a half year old, like we have a, you know, what's it called? Like a grinder where you put a uh, shredder is what I'm thinking of where you take mm -hmm. the sweet potato, you push it in and it comes out shredded because we do like sweet potato nuggets and stuff. Mm -hmm. and so my five-year-old is like, you know, drop it in the sweet potato, puts the little plastic thing in, pushes it through. He did, I had a whole bowl of sweet potato because we freeze the shredded parts. So that way we have it ready to go for like hash browns and whatnot. He did the whole bowl. When it was like ready to dump, you're like, mama, I need, I need a little help. And so I dump out the shredded part and put it back underneath. And he was just like going with it. You know, he helped with like, mm -hmm. few, like homemade chicken nuggets. And so he was helping with like doing like the process of breading the chicken nuggets so that we could do, put that in the air fryer. And it's like, mm -hmm. he's part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, our, our younger one's almost three. So like he sits up on the counter and we'll give him yogurt to stir and stuff like that. Like he'll, he's with it, but I mean, it's like, he's not quite like pushing the stuff in yet, but like, he'll yeah. be there. Um, so that's kind of like our strategy is just like, you know, I just break it up over the course of the weekend. I usually Saturday morning do look through recipes. Like, what are we going to do? Um, make my shopping list. Then we go outside and play. I shop later. And then Sunday afternoons are normally when we cook. Um, and that's a typical weekend. If we're out right. of town, other things are going on, then, then it's, that's a little bit different. Um, so what's like, what are some of your strategies, Dr. Bobby? So I try to, uh, somewhat similar. Um, I try on Saturdays to kind of look, what do we have now? First of all, I'm going to go back and say, my dream is to get like a deep freezer, um, because I'd love to be able to meal prep and make a bunch of extras and put it in the freezer. So that way it's there for, you're going to have those weekends. You can't meal prep. You're going to have those nights 
where you had planned a dinner and you come home late from work and you're exhausted. And all you want to do is put something in the microwave or the oven. I prefer the oven over the microwave um, or stove. Um, So some on Saturdays and then I will either shop on Saturdays or um, a family member will shop while I'm working outside or doing something. So um, I pretty, I enjoy grocery shopping. Um, I also really enjoy cooking. So Sundays, I'll get up and make breakfast for everyone. And then right away, I'll kind of go into um, meal prepping. And I, because unlike Jess, I'm the opposite. I'd rather like, I like getting it done in the morning. So by one, two in the afternoon, I have my entire evening to kind of do what I want. Um, We also, with our neighbors, almost every Sunday, like grill out in the summer or do something. And that typically is like around two o'clock. So I just know on Sundays, I want everything done before two. So I can really just sit out and enjoy my time with them. Um, But I do find meal prepping really helps. Lately, I will say we have not been doing that in a kind of, and it's not been bad, but um, just different. Um, I am getting off work a little bit earlier, which is nice. So I will typically the night before kind of see what's in our freezer, make a plan for the next day. And if I need to stop at the grocery store, um, I'll just stop on my way home to grab one or two things and then I'll make dinner there. Um, one, it kind of lessens the waste of our food right now mm-hmm. um, with just everything changing so quickly. Um we just, our neighbors, we've been eating out with them a lot more like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's a little harder to plan because a lot of times those plans get changed. Um, so this makes it, um, a little bit more cost effective. It is a little bit more time consuming because you are going to the grocery store much more often. Um, but at the same time, we're not wasting food and, um, that saves money in a way too. Well, for sure. And if you like, like a lot of people really enjoy cooking. Like it, it's mm-hmm. something, and it's not that I don't enjoy it. I just enjoy being outside more. <laughs> <laughs> and this for me, like cooking yeah. is like a stress reliever. Like once I have this baby girl, I can't, my favorite thing is to cook dinner with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, Like you talk about like just calming down your day, like being able to relax. Like for me, that is where I feel the most relaxed is just enjoying cooking a meal and having a glass of wine with that not even with the meal with the cooking um and I really truly enjoy that um but I also will say that is when I'm not running around like crazy trying you know working overtime doing all that um those days I'm just exhausted and I just want to pop something in the microwave and eat which is why I want the deep freezer yes yeah yeah. (laughs) like we have a a second fridge out in the garage Mm -hmm. And, um, it's funny cause like that, the freezer there isn't like quite big enough for what, uh, yeah. So we've actually been using my mom's, um, second fridge in her garage. <laughs> I'm like, mom, how much space do you have out there? She's like, really, it's all your stuff. So, <laughs> cause just, you know, she doesn't need as much. Um, yeah. and so like, yeah, we should probably consider getting like a deep freezer, um, but yeah, I just feel right like they're, it's just so nice to like have a meal for those days where you're like, you had something planned and you just really like be able to pull it out in the morning, mm-hmm. let it thaw out and then just pop it in. Like you can enjoy more time with, for example, for you with kids or being outside or mm-hmm. just not dreading, you know, and mm-hmm. still being able to eat healthy. Um, yeah. And it's just really is amazing when you change 
not a hundred percent, but you change a little bit of what you're eating to be a little bit. When we're talking about whole foods, I think that's something we need to clarify. We just mean like trying to stay away from preservatives, chemicals, things like that. So you're eating the perimeter of the grocery store. I think a lot of people have heard that before, but when you're shopping, you shop kind of on the outside um, and you're getting your meats, your fruits, your vegetables, your just all this stuff on kind of the outside and avoiding some of the aisles. Now, obviously you're going to go into the aisles to get some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not saying only do the perimeter, um, but that's what we mean by whole is um, when I truly did whole 30, you know, I made my own sauces, my own Buffalo sauce, my own ketchup, my own mayonnaise, um, because the ones you do buy in the store have preservatives. And that is where if I'm not strictly following whole 30 for a, to find what my body can tolerate and what it can't, those are the type of things that I'm going to go buy the mayonnaise. Um, I may not always make my own. Um, I honestly, only made it when I was on it. Um, but I learned that it didn't bother me as much. Now bread is another thing. Um, and I'm not, I eat gluten, so it's not like a gluten allergy or anything like that, but I just noticed bread makes me feel bloated. So I try to minimize the amount of bread I eat. Um, but I go buy the mayonnaise or I go buy the ketchup. Um, so it's kind of learning, you know, where you can give and take. Right. Yeah. I've, I've done the, you know, make your own mayo, make your own ketchup, uh, sauces, things like that. And, uh, sometimes like if like, I am like a little lighter on what I need to cook that week, because like we might be doing like fish and veggies for dinners. Well, that's, that's pretty easy to just like, like I kind of pre-chop what I can. And then that way we just toss that in the oven, toss the fish in the oven. That's an easy weeknight meal. Um, so on those weeks, I might take a little more time and make a homemade sauce and because it's only going to stay good in the refrigerator for, you know, so mm-hmm. long. So like that's also part of it is like how much are you making and how long do you really need it to last? Um, so there's like a you can get a little bit overboard for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just trying to like keep that balance Um like, and, and that's, you just kind of get, you figure that out. Um, but we use also like, I forgot to mention, like we use the garden as well. And that's a big part of how we meal plan is, and I include the kids in with this. So like, and that's part of our, like Saturday mornings is like going out to the garden, see what's currently ready to pick. Uh, you know, the boys come out there with me. And so they are like, you know, my five and a half year old now has his own uh, clippers. So, you know, and he's very safe with them very, you know, this is a big deal. So he will go in and he'll ask if it's ready to harvest. And if it is like, he'll clip it. We've got this like little John Deere thing that he can drive. And so he drives it around and loads up the back of his John Deere and puts in his squash or whatever we have or peppers And um, it's really cool because again, it's like teaching them as well that like, this is a whole food. This is what squash looks like when you grow it. Um, And so they kind of help me tend the garden. They help me harvest. And then when we come in, then it's like, okay, well, we have like six things of squash this week. So (laughs) what can we do with squash? (laughs) That's going to be fun. And it's fun to look at different recipes and like, that's where Pinterest, yeah. um, I, I love Pinterest. I have it set up and I know it sounds cr- like a little over, but it makes it really easy. I have it set up. So I have like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then like dinner is separated by um, either the meat or meatless or seafood or things like that. But yeah. then I have a separate list 
that's ingredient specific. So that way it's a completely separate board on Pinterest, but I'll put the recipe in both places. So that way, let's say I have a ton of zucchini. I can open up the zucchini and it's not just one meal. It could be from breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but every recipe in there uses zucchini. Right. Um, so that's kind of how I've done my Pinterest and that really helps. And I share it with my brother and my boyfriend mm -hmm. um, because they add in as well. And we're normally all cooking together. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just helps you. I think the more organized you stay with it, then it's not something that has to be so time consuming. It really can be part of lifestyle. And so, and that's what we really tried to do with our home, like is make food part of how we think, how we grow things, how we recover on a, on a weekly basis. So it is, I do enjoy it. Like I, it's not that I don't like cooking. I do enjoy it. I like the creativity of it. I don't bake. That's not my thing. Um, I don't like having to follow such specific instructions. <laughs> like I don't want to like measure it out. Like so specifically, I like just throwing it together and then like tasting it and saying like, Oh, do we need a little bit of this, a little bit of that? Like I like I like that, mm -hmm. um, that is, that just more works for me and, um, like teaching them that like, it's okay. Like they're like, well, how much do we need? I'm like, I don't know. Let's do a handful. <laughs> like, what do you think? Should we put in more? Uh, yeah, let's put in more. I'm like, let's see what happens. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only way we know is to like, try it. Try so, it. Yeah. Like I've never cooked this recipe, so I'm not an expert in this. Like you're, we're on, we're on equal playing field here. We're all doing it for the first time. So like, let's all just put in our two cents. Um, so food can be something that we come together in enjoyment and, um, it, you know, it can be social, it can be teaching, it can be learning, it can be all sorts of different things can be paired around food preparation. Uh, and so, and it's just, it's feeding our minds and our bodies. And that's kind of how we can think about, you know, just reframing this toxin-free lifestyle is like so rule oriented. And so just like, it's just a lifestyle. It's just kind of what you mm -hmm. do. You know, that's not, it doesn't have to be more specific than that. Yeah. And, and the nice really thing cool. about gardening is you can, I'm really excited. I didn't, wasn't unable to do a garden last year just because of um, some things I had going on in life. Um, I wouldn't have been home to take care of it or eat it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really excited. We just planted ours this year. So big, so many things, um, a lot of work, but it's worth it. And what's nice is you can, you can control what you put on it, around it, um, the pesticides, insecticides. There's a lot of organic stuff that doesn't require that. There's a lot of so much information out there about, um, for example, tomato plants, put marigolds and basil near it, and that will help um, deter bugs and stuff like that. There's, mm -hmm. I mean, we could go on forever about like all the different stuff you could do, um, but it's just nice. You can control a little bit and just, just a little bit. Absolutely. All right, everybody. So this was our intro into toxin-free month. We have more episodes coming for the rest of the month. So we'll be able to kind of touch on a bunch of different different categories just to kind of be thought-provoking. Uh, so, but with the challenge this week, let's really try and think about maybe one thing, one thing that you can change that would be more potentially a toxin-free product, maybe a recipe that you try that's like more like based on whole foods. Uh, it could be anything in that in that realm, cleaning product, um, hair product, like lotion, any of those would be um, totally like one thing, just one thing to change. 
um, check out the episode description below. Make sure to follow us on um, social media as well if you want, just like updated information for toxin-free living. Like really, we do post on there a good bit with like different ideas. Um, so hopefully you find it helpful. All right, stay tuned for the next episode. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you would like to learn more about how Two Gals can support you, then join our Two Gals Insiders membership, which can be found at www.2-gals.com. Also, don't forget, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram. Okay, everybody. Bye. Enjoy your week.